What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Create Reality Podcast. Adam Wilbanks here. We've got Lewis Leidenfrost with us as well. Today, I believe we're on episode nine of the podcast, and we're going to be talking about who to take advice from and when to take advice from those people. Yeah, so to kind of talk about where this, or explain where this idea came from, where the the uh, inspiration was from, I was texting a friend a couple weeks ago, probably two weeks ago, and we were talking about a quote, and he was like, also my second favorite quote is only take advice from someone you're willing to trade places with. And that really hit me, because I was thinking back in my life of when I've taken advice from people who haven't necessarily done that exact topic they're talking about, which is extremely toxic to go to someone that's never done what you're trying to do and then let them point you in the direction to go. Mm -hmm. So when I say that, you also need to take it with a grain of salt because there's really, you or yourself, you should never want to be someone else, like to trade places with someone else. You should always try to better yourself. So when I say someone you would trade places with, I mean someone that if you're looking at business, hey, their business is very successful. I love the way it's structured. I want my business to be in that direction. So I'll take business advice from them. But hey man, they, as Elon Musk, like I wouldn't take Mm -hmm. business advice from him. I would never take relationship advice from him because he's been divorced four times. And I would, if I was going to take relationship advice, I would probably look at someone like my parents. They've been married 21 plus years. Don't know the date, how many years, but at least 21 years. And they have a great relationship. It's so, it's a holy relationship full of love. I've seen them fight maybe one time my whole life and it was for like a minute. I would take their advice on relationships. But if I wanted to get entrepreneurial advice, I probably wouldn't take entrepreneurial advice for them to, and let that be in stone. I might hear it out but they're not entrepreneurs themselves, so why would I take advice on entrepreneurial things? Yeah, I think you should have separate people for the different areas of your life. Nobody's perfect, obviously, just Elon Musk is a great example. He is super successful, but he's you know been divorced several times. I don't think he's in the gym. You know, I, yeah. I don't think he lives that healthy of a life. So in my life, I have a group of people that I look up to and take fitness advice from. And I have a group of people that I look up to and I take business advice from. I have a group of people that I look up to and I take you know, Christianity advice and just how to live a good life from. And I have all these different people. And I think when you do that, that's what makes you a unique person too. Because you're not gonna find that one person out there has every single yeah. trait and quality that you want. Exactly. I would almost say it's like having a different mentor for each part of your life. Mm-hmm. And that is gonna make create just a great you going great in all directions if you have someone because I mean for example for me I wouldn't recommend someone to take sleeping advice from me on how to get a good night's sleep because yeah, me either. I go to bed super late I wake up super early I don't have the greatest sleeping patterns so I wouldn't recommend someone on sleep but let's say if you wanted to learn how to or some gym advice I could give you some good gym advice if you wanted some advice on how to structure your business I could give you advice on that but there's certain things I wouldn't want to give advice on, and I, nor would I give advice on it because I don't feel like it's my place to give advice on. Well, that being said, that, that's a good point. To me, it always hits harder home when someone giving me the, the advice has went through it because I can give someone sleep advice yeah. because I'm aware of the science and what you should do in the studies. It's not going to hit as hard home, though, because I'm not practicing yeah. what I can preach in sleeping, and that's always made a big impact to me. There's life wisdom out there, and people can share that with me. But unless they've made the mistake and they can share that mistake they made with me, it just doesn't hit as hard home. Yeah, that reminds me a lot. Literally last week, I was down in the gym. It was like 8.30 in the morning. We were texting. And I, there was this this habit that I had that wasn't a great habit to have. And Adam texts me and he goes, bro, you got to stop doing that. 
and like just straight, very straightforward. And I just remember getting so mad. I was like, <laughs> and then he sends a second text and he goes, Hey, but to be honest, I was there too. And I had that habit and I broke it. It's easy. You just got to focus and work on it. And it's my, my temperament was like mad to all right, like let's relax. Like he's been yeah. there. I, he related to it. And then it made me just feel so much better. Um, and not as mad, but for those first few minutes, I was mad. And it's hard to take advice if someone tell, gives you advice that hasn't been there. But the fact that you related, it was a great leader moment by Adam to be like, "Hey, I was I was there, and I fixed it, and like let's do it." And since then, it's been it's not been a problem at all. Yeah, super small things, but if you just fix them one at a time, you can always better up. And that's that goes back to like the, having different mentors for different things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Another thing that you have to be very, very careful about, and this is something that I went through too and I've tried to work on, is you need to be careful about your motive of why you're asking for advice. In the past, I let's say I wanted something and I knew I really didn't need to go in that direction or buy that thing. I would ask people for advice about it yeah. who I knew would confirm what I wanted so that I could feel better and justify what I was going to get. Like I remember so – you're, so you're saying like you would kind of manipulate who you asked because you could you could pretty much uh, gauge who would give you the right advice that you want. Yeah, like, Instead of going to get the honest truth, you would go find the ones that are – they're going to give you what you want and you can already pen it out. Yeah. Well, what I would – let's say back in the day when I was younger, maybe I'd have like – I don't know, $1,000 in the bank and the new iPhone's 900. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I should no, not go buy the new iPhone, but I really want it, so I wanna justify it. So I'll go to a couple friends and I'll be like, hey man, you think I should get the new iPhone? <laughs> I mean, I only have 900 or $1,000, it's 900 bucks, but my phone's super slow, like it dies all the yeah, time. Yeah, so you manipulate the what question. What if my mom calls me and my phone's dead and they're like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you should probably get it. Meanwhile, they probably have like a, less than $1,000 <laughs> yeah. too in the bank account. Yeah, I used to do that so much as a kid. I was—I wouldn't say like I was a manipulative person, but I definitely knew how to kind of slither my way through certain scenarios to get what mm -hmm. I wanted. Yeah. And that's something that I'm working on today is just to go and get the honest truth from the people that are going to hit me hard because no one wants to ha no no one wants the truth hit to them. It's so much easier to just believe like the easy things and like woohoo and kind of just floating through instead of going and getting the honest hard truth. Even mm -hmm. like especially in today's society, there's so many people that are just jumping on to trains because it's easy to do that and you don't want to look like you're a bad person or what whatever the agenda towards that thing is, you don't want to go and look into the real truth on it. You'd rather just kind of go and follow the follow the leader and just be like, "Okay, I did my part" kind of thing, you know? Exactly. And you need to be careful too, kind of going off the motives. What's your true motives? Are you asking down for advice? Or are you asking up for advice? I like that saying a lot. Yeah. I, we heard a story, a guy about our age and he probably had like a few hundred thousand dollars in the bank account and he wanted to go buy this sports car. And he asked a whole bunch of people if he should buy the sports car and every single person that said, yes, definitely go get the car. It's gonna be so much fun. It'll so be worth it where people making 80 grand a year, maybe 100 grand a year, had less money than him. Everyone who said no, definitely don't buy the car. Invest your money, save your money up. Don't don't spend it on depreciating assets like that. They all make a million plus. And so when he was asking up, he was getting advice from people who knew more than him. When he was asking down, he was trying to get people to kind of justify what he wanted. So. Yeah, and he definitely wanted to get it, so that's why yeah. he went down. But that's, he was smart. He listened to the people above him. He did not get it. Exactly. So. I was talking to when I – this is like a year or two ago, and I was just making like just good enough money, nothing great. And I asked one of my mentors. He had like a couple million in the bank, and I said like, hey, man, I kind of want to get your Range Rover. I want to buy your Range Rover. I want to buy a Range Rover. I have this much money. And he just sends me like – 
like an f-bomb he's like shut the f-bomb up and i was like geez and he's like dude i have i have whatever three million liquid and i just bought this crazy car and i still feel bad about it he's like you're nowhere in position he's like you need to be investing and get your bank account to this level before you start making decisions like that and that hit me home and i was like all right you're you're right man and then i waited a year and then made the smart decision on my end because i wanted to go and work on my credit score and stuff but i waited and listened and that advice, if I went to my friends, I was like, hey, guys, should I get this dope car? They're all like, yeah, go get the car, you know? And, and think what happens when you get the car. So you don't get the car oh. and you raise your credit score and you learn patience and everything. If you get the car, now every month you maybe are struggling to pay it and you're stressed you're out. You're sweating and, at night. Yeah. yeah. And you don't even get to truly enjoy the car. So. Yeah. And especially so with better. the way that our mindsets are is we normalize things so quick. Like even when I bought my car, mm -hmm. I was driving off the lot hit a look to the right side, saw the better one. I was like, kind of want that one now and started yeah. setting the goals to that. So like, there's really no, there's a point to going to get it when it makes sense. But the fact that like we normalize things so quick, you don't want to just go and put yourself in a bad decision to not even be fully like appreciative of what you have kind of thing, you know? Exactly. You can appreciate it so much more when you make the right decision. Exactly. One thing I think too, that why older people are so wise is they've had so much opportunity to make mistakes. Like you're 21, I'm almost 25, both done a bunch of dumb stuff. You'll do a bunch of dumb stuff between 21 to 25 for sure too, but we just haven't lived enough and have enough life experience to really have all the wisdom. Like relationships, I've never been married. Oh, you know? yeah. I don't know how to raise a kid. I don't think I've ever been in a relationship over three months, honestly. Yeah. That, that sounds about right for I, me like, too. I could not give you any bit of relationship advice. I honestly, no. in a way, I'm not even. I'm not looking for a relationship right now. I don't want a relationship anytime soon. I'm focusing on building my stuff. He's single. Yeah, it's the way to go. <laughs> uh, but running a little advertisement on you being single. <laughs> um, but that kind of brings me to my last few points here. Um, it's not the same who to take advice from, but it's about how to value your time. I kind of want to tie these two together. And it, you, everyone's heard that quote, you become who you spend your five, you become who you spend your time with the five closest people out, whatever, you guys know what I'm saying. So don't, make sure you're valuing your time and you're not taking phone calls. Of course, it's great to catch up with friends and family and stuff, but don't spend the majority of your day just chit-chatting away and not bettering up. Don't be talking about like, how's the weather, small talk stuff. Be taking the hard phone calls, t trying to get on phone calls with people that are where you're trying to be spend time with those people do what you need to do to be looking at getting better and where they are and aiming that way yep yep and having all those different people in your life for each area that you're interested in maybe it's music maybe it's fitness maybe it's business maybe it's relationships are always going to push you because those people are kind of your pinnacle that you're aiming yeah. at so you've always you're never probably going to be as good as they are in that one area because you're creating your own self so you can always push for more yeah Exactly. Well, you got anything else? I think I'm good. That's it. All right. Well, thank you for watching or listening to the Create Reality nope. Podcast episode nine. We will be back next week. We now have a schedule. We are recording on Wednesdays. And we put it on the calendar now. It's so. it. We have a slotted out hour and a half every Wednesday so we can make sure it happens. Awesome. Talk, talk to you guys later.